Welcome back to the True Folk Podcast. This is episode five. My name is Matt, and this week we're talking to New Jersey singer-songwriter Marcello Ramirez from the band Citizen Serenade. I drove down to New Jersey for this session where we set up on his bandmate PJ's porch and then just kind of talked about what recording his EP was like and why he writes songs and his definition of success. And because Marcello is a cinematographer and we were set up on the porch, we were able to capture some really unique versions of the three songs that are on the new Citizen Serenade EP. I highly recommend that you go check out the artist feature video on our website, but as long as you're here, please enjoy this conversation with Marcello Ramirez of Citizen Serenade. Now, something I, I do like to ask people, I think it's interesting, is um, what was your introduction to music? What was your early relationship with it? Okay, I would say the foundation of my music taste comes from a lot of punk and indie rock. And, um, you know, we, actually it started when I was in, um, it was my freshman year of high school. I was actually getting off the bus and listening to Longview by Green Day. And that's, you know, that's the riff that got me into bass. And from there, I just continued as a bassist for as much as I could. I was in a band um, in high school that I played bass in, and it was it was a lot of fun. Like the guitarist there taught me so much because he was he's like a child prodigy, but that gave me an opportunity to kind of like learn how to do a lot of the more advanced things that he was doing. It just gave me an idea of what playing better sounds like and looks like, and so that's part of my growth as a musician. I wouldn't say I've grown very far, but it definitely helped a lot. Yeah, totally. Do you remember the first record you bought? Yeah, the first record I bought was uh, Shenanigans by Green Day. See, I, I'm always like a little bit jealous when somebody's first record was actually cool. Because it's hit or miss, especially like during that time in your life. Something I was uh, talking about earlier with, with Jules is, especially in 2018, what does a successful career as an artist look like to you? A successful career as an artist, that could be so many things. It really depends on how you define success. That's what I've, I've been told, and that's what that's, I believe that. So whatever your definition of success may be, then makes it a successful career. But at the same time, I guess there are other, you know, awards and stuff like that that you could win, but they don't necessarily lead to a fulfilling life. Because art is about self-expression, and so I think it should be left at that. A successful career as an artist should be one where you can express yourself truthfully. Totally. And do you think that, I guess, social media and how people present themselves now and how visible everything is kind of influences how people assess their own success compared to others? Yeah. Um, well, with social media, like you can quantize success by the amount of followers and the amount of you know insights that you want to check and all that stuff. So really, I guess it's more of like a technical and like a business savvy kind of, or no, not even business, but like if you're really interested in social media, then it could be really useful. I mean, there's a lot of outreach that can be done in social media and that, that it could be um, useful to get the information across. I mean, if you create something that strikes chord with somebody that makes them want to share it then you never know the music you make or the art you make could just explode overnight it really depends on what you're doing i guess it could be a useful thing but also at the same time it's very distracting you know from what's real uh really important which is what you're creating i guess well that should come in first before the before the actual social media stuff Totally. Yeah. And because creative tools and the ability to kind of distribute your own music and market yourself, all these things are so readily available to artists and musicians these days. Does that kind of the power to kind of self-determine your career that way feel empowering or exhausting to you? 
Oh my God, social media is so exhausting to me. I mean, I personally, if I had the money, I would hire somebody to do it. You know, I would just, I just throw all that out the window, you know, and just leave it for somebody else to help me with. <laughs> but like at the same time, I mean, that's, that's really it. I mean, I, it could be so distracting from like what is really, what's really important, I guess. So do you have anything that could elaborate on that question? I don't know, because that's, that's the struggle with social media is kind of like, because, I mean, back in the 70s, you were the artist, and then you had a team who dealt with your distribution and your marketing and your image and all that stuff, and you just wrote songs. But now, especially since the barrier to entry to being an artist and to entering that world and just coming up as a professional creative is so accessible to anyone, DIY musicians are often found just juggling all these different aspects of making a career for themselves. So I don't know, how do you, how do you cope with dealing with all of that while still trying to make your art? Honestly, the art, I mean, the guitar playing comes first for me. That's something I'll pick up a guitar before I pick up my phone. And because of that, it makes it easy for me to just focus on the music more than promoting it. It's also fun for me to make videos about the stuff that I'm doing and with the band and everything, you know, because we'll get together on a, on any day and just like make a bunch of videos. Maybe PJ wants to do instructional guitar videos and I'll, we'll do that all together, you know. But at the same time, like all of it's fun as long as I'm making something with period. Yeah, as long as I'm making something, I'm kind of enjoying it. This is something I also try to throw in every interview because I think it's interesting. What has you inspired lately? And it could be anything. It could be, it doesn't have to be a record. It could be like the weather right now or the fact that you just graduated. Congratulations. Or just any, anything that's got you going recently. I take a lot of inspiration from my own life and just basically like certain moods, I guess, and things that happen, I guess, because uh, it's just a little vague. It's sort of like uh, I try to read my own mind, you know, take all the thoughts that are jumbled up there, put them on paper and try to write like a riff that might express that, whatever it is. A lot of my music right now is, it's more of like, I don't know, I feel like I'm in a point in my life where I'm transitioning to becoming an adult into the real world, I guess. I just graduated college and, you know, that inspires me. I mean, there's so many opportunities that I can take. So those things are infinite, I guess. The amount of, uh, the amount of options there are. Not only that, but I mean, like, personal relationships, always inspiring to me because of, you know, things that you can't actually say, you could sing. Totally. So when you write music, is it more journalistic? Is it self-explorative? Like, what is your relationship with the art just in general? Uh, my approach to songwriting is basically I just wait until I feel something very strongly, and then I'll, I'll figure out what key I want to play in. Yeah, and then I'll just proceed with that. I mean, it is kind of journalistic in a way. Not like journalism, journalistic, but like sort of like a, you know, a record, not a record even. It's just... I just want to ch channel what I'm feeling into into a song, basically. Now, in terms of the different aspects of songwriting, the the like the writing, the recording, and the live performance, do you have a do you have a preference? Like, which aspect is do you prefer? I prefer performing live. I mean, I could I love recording the music because then it gives you something to for people to leave with after you play. But at the same time, the process of recording music can be so tedious, and also it's uh, mad expensive. I feel it.
finished up the first EP. It's called Intimate Angles, and the three songs we just listened to are the three songs on the EP, and I'm going to release it very soon. It's going to be on uh, pretty much whichever your preferred streaming services, like Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, SoundCloud probably. I actually tracked it with my friend Nick Grinnell, um, who really transformed the EP with you know his creative mixing, like cool ideas what did you play on it you played all the guitars i assume yeah basically we like crammed into one of the studios late at night it was like 9 p.m you know i just got off of work and yeah i I recorded my vocals and and the guitars and uh some of the paint bucket sounds and the claps that you hear yeah i mean it was probably a whirlwind especially because it was so late at night and you're just kind of going when you're in the studio yeah it was pretty fun because um i mean we were basically just hanging out but you know i had the mic set up and i would sing into it and nick would record it and you know we were gonna have a a couple different instruments on it like cajon and um some bass as well and then some group vocals and um did you knock it all out in in that session just in one night now you know we knocked out three songs in that one night but um the first song i did like a couple weeks earlier that was another spontaneous session too i just showed up with my guitar for that one and that's park shade we basically uh took what we had in the room and worked with it so i would like hit the walls for like some kick drums and some paint buckets and uh clapping did you film the process at all no i wish you did i would have liked to see actually i did film um i do have some footage from the studio but not like that process i don't have like the full yeah because i like i would the paint buckets i'd want to see that oh word yeah that's really cool um i can probably recreate that now when that's out um and just in general how can people keep up with what you have going on and find the record 
Well, when the record comes out, it'll be on my social media pages, like Citizen Serenade at pretty much, um, I guess we have Facebook, we have Instagram, and I'll let people know that it's coming out. It's going to be up on Spotify, at, which is what I mainly use, but like, it's going to be on uh, freaking Apple Music too, like, I guess wherever you want to listen to it. Nice. So basically just Facebook and then all the places you get your music normally. Yeah, we have a Facebook page set up, but mostly I use Instagram. Actually, like Instagram stories are my favorite thing. To, See, to that's use. that's a lot of artists that I seem to be just be hitting Instagram really hard. Facebook's whack. Yeah, uh, especially so, recently. Uh, yeah, it's just like their whole system is fucked up. And I just don't want to. I mean, even though Instagram is like a subsidiary of Facebook anyway, it's like I just like scrolling and seeing pictures and videos more than seeing like a bunch of political rants and ads that I don't care about. Thank you so much to Marcello and to Citizen Serenade for taking the time to share your art and your thoughts with us. Thank you to PJ for hosting us on your porch and for getting me some really good New Jersey pizza. The Intimate Angles EP is out now wherever you find your music and as of the posting of this podcast for the next week, all of the Bandcamp proceeds will go to charity. So if you want to find out more about the band and follow what they're doing, check out the show notes for links to all their social media. Once again, I highly recommend you check out the artist feature and the performance videos we captured from this session. You can find those on our YouTube channel or on our website. And if you want to keep up with the podcast or listen to previous episodes, you can follow us on SoundCloud or find us at truefolktv.com podcast. Thank you very much for listening, and I look forward to seeing you again on the True Folk Podcast.